Hello, everyone, and welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we are in another wonderful, wonderful video entitled Love Letters into the Darkness. I've been reading to you some of my wonderful letters I wrote to psychics, witches, warlocks, Satanists, tarot card readers, people of the occult. That I got thrown into when I started helping people the Lord's way. I jumped right into the deep end of the pool. I used to have connections through a young man named Isaac. He was a business owner. And he owned lots of companies that sold the all the things a witch would need to conduct a ceremony. A seance. He sold the cloaks and the daggers. The anthems and the candles. Yeah, and the crystals. He was a very rich man. He did this worldwide. He's now in heaven. And I'm going to use his companies and how they reached out to me, checking me out and this Lord to see if we were the real deal. See, a lot of these people who serve other gods and things, they can check your spirit out just by looking at it. They might call it your energies, your aurora around you. They can look at you and see what kind of light's coming off of you. Yep. And what kind of seeds your words are carrying. They can listen to you on the telephone. They can spot you, whether you are a creature of spiritual light and truth full of love for them or not. So in this love letter into the darkness, number three, it's going to be a letter that I wrote back to an occultic seer, a prophetic person, one who could see into the realm of the spirit, maybe the future. Mm -hmm. Because they were contacting me. They were sending me their catalogs. To look through. It was their way of contacting me. The best way they knew how. They wanted contact with me. Because I was in contact with God the Most High. This God they had heard about. They knew he had been crucified on a cross. And he died. They knew that. They were told that. But they didn't, weren't told he arose from the grave. He was dead. He had no power because they would be in meetings. And there would only be the dark powers, the dark magic, the dark things, demonic spirits. And God never intervened with any of that, with any of their abuses. So when somebody came along and seemed to have some power, some light, they're going to check you out. So welcome to... Love Letters into the Darkness, number three. And I'm just going to read it to you. But first, let's give a big thank you to Zoom Pro, who I'm recording through, and Pixabay for this wonderful motion video. Now, please remember, I don't use a green screen back there behind me. So you might see my hand disappear or strange things like that happen around my hair. Because there's no green screen behind me. I've tried the big ones, the homemade ones, the ones attached to a chair. None of them work for me. I do a lot of recording 
I have a small space. I have to put it up, take it down. It takes too much time. This is my second recording this morning. Mm-hmm. And then I have to edit each one and review them and upload. It takes lots of hours of work. But this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So please, if I look fuzzy or the words on the screen are fuzzy, just close your eyes and listen. So let's open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for taking Pastor Deborah out of the world of mental health counseling to help people your way. Thank you for teaching me and showing me who you wanted to reach, where I'd be going, and what I was to be taking with me. Agape love, the greatest gift. Thank you for giving me wisdom and how to talk to people, how to speak on letters, how not to be afraid when the enemy came calling. Father, thank you for all you did for them with your partner, Pastor Deborah. And thank you that you are still reaching out now here in the garden. You're still calling them, still reaching out. Father, you are still at work. You never sleep. You're always working. And thank you that you will draw them to yourself. You will do what needs to be done. All I have to do is speak, demonstrate, and show your love for them of the kingdom of heaven. Demonstrate it to them. Pass my test and not fall into shadow. Mm -hmm. Not fall into the darkness myself. So thank you for being with us here today. So they can hear your words of love to them. In this letter to an occult seer. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. This was a letter I wrote. To the president of the International Center of Clairvoyance and Occultism. I'm not sure where he was at. After receiving a letter from him to be his client. This was in June 2000. That was a long time ago. Now, I don't know how to say his name. Properly, but I'll do my best. Dear Mr. Guren, I ask your forgiveness for not responding sooner to your mailing. I received around June 15th. I was very busy and then went on vacation. I wanted to thank you for thinking about me. I was always very kind. I am surprised that someone who has such international responsibilities heard about me and became interested. I, too, am answering the call on my life to help those in need. I was always recognized that these people were called to help people. They had a calling from God. To help people with supernatural spiritual means. They just got the wrong side. That's all. I do not have an office in Paris yet. But soon. Yeah, this guy. I think he was from Paris, France. I too help those who have problems. And are in need 
of changes in their lives. See, I knew because I had a call as a child, family member, to help people. And so did they. So did Mr. Gurin. Probably as a child. I, too, speak to a super, to a supernatural being with power. I only have to call on one, though. I don't have to call on many. I see you have to call on many of them. I, too, will be publishing books in the future. I was so kind and nice. That all came from God, because he was reaching out. They were checking me out, see what my attitude was. What was my soul about? Mm-hmm. I see, Mr. Guren, that because of your international status, you have some secret that others do not have. I thought you would, but I, too, have international status and also have something that many others do not have. Boy, are we very similar. Could you talk like that to one in the darkness? I had to learn so much to help you. I see you, too, want people to have different lives. Me, too. People sure have so many needs and wants. I see that you are desiring to do more in the lives of people. I was not belittling him, quoting scriptures. I was talking, letting him know we're both the same. We both care about people. You know, I hear a lot about bad influences and evil. But no one seems to define what these are. Can you? I believe you when you say a new life will open up for me and it will be a life I could not even imagine right now. See, I knew if I accepted their offer for their help, my life would change from what it was. I would open the door willingly and demonic spirits would come in. Darkness would come in. I would be taken away from God and his purposes. So Satan is testing us in everything we do. And I knew that, but I, and it was like, I know what you're doing. You know what you're doing, but I'm going to be kind and loving to you. I do not know what my life would be like for eternity and what I would have opened myself up to if I accept your offer. I know you would like for me to use your secret as you will show me. See, there's always secrets. Yes, secret words. Secret things. I know you would like to be my teacher. 
I am glad that you are not going to share this secret with everyone. Boy, was I glad about that. I am glad that you recognize the strength in me. I was telling him, I am know that you know what's in me. Without saying it rudely or uh, sort of icky, that turns people away from God and his word. For I am strong, I said, but not in what you... But not in what I have. You know truth is truth. Whether one believes it or not. Right? I agree with you. That one does not have to believe. In what you are offering. Or not. To have a changed life. No, I don't have to really believe in it. Just open the door. That's all. Tell me, Mr. Guren, why is your secret not to be revealed to others? That's sort of a takeoff if you hear abused children say that when they were abused as children, the abuser saying, shh, this is our secret. Don't tell anybody. This is between you and me. They don't want people to know that you've invited the darkness in. That you're giving ways to lies, deception, and bewitchment. So I asked him, tell me, why is your secret not to be revealed to others? Why would someone who seems to care for others in need encourage them to only think of themselves? Mm-hmm. Interesting, huh? This seems contradictory, I said. You share, but I can't. You will have to help me understand your thinking here. Mr. Guren, that doesn't make sense to me. You see, they're trying to sort of have a secret between you and me. Don't let anybody know. I see that I am to imagine how I would feel if your gift came into my life. Imagination is a powerful gift. What you think in your heart, you imagine. We're told in the book, the Bible, you've already done it. You created it. It's in your spirit, in your mind. So they're trying to get us to imagine things. In mental health counseling, there's a lot of stuff called imagery. They lay you down or sit you in a chair, have you close your eyes, and imagine things. Create images. Walk through them. Relive them. Feel the feelings. Then at a deeper level is hypnosis. That's where they really go deep. So here he is trying to get me to imagine what my life would be if his gift came into me. Mm-hmm. I said, I think I would rather walk by faith, not my feelings. Faith is real important to me. I said. Did you know that I do help people who are in such need also? I bring living water 
to them. The bread of life. Clothes to cover their nakedness. And I visit them in their prisons. That's all biblical. And I did that both in the natural and in the spiritual. As I do to you. I am not able. I am so sorry. To accept your offer. For I have already been given all you offer. I paid nothing for it. And it was not sent in secret. And it is for everyone. All over the world. See, I am being an evangelist here. A pastor. A shepherd. A teacher. Proclaiming the good news of the cross, of the kingdom. Without actually saying the scripture. And I sent this to him. Mm-hmm. I thank you for thinking about me. I know I've been on your heart. And you will probably continue to think about me for some time. See, I knew the word was spreading. You better check her out. She's got something. I used to have witches, Satanists, men come through this precious young girl named Amanda who was living with me. And their assignment was to come through her physical body and kill me on assignment. Satan was trying to get rid of me in my own home. And what was I doing? Just loving them. Doing deliverance work, trained minister for free at the church at the Brownsville Assembly of God Revival from 1995. This was 2000, so I was still there. So I was on Satan's mind, and he was sending out his soldiers. He was sending out his killer elite. And I knew it. This one guy that came, he said, look, let me just pretend like I'm killing you or choking you or something so I can live. But I believe in your God and I'm coming here to get saved. Will you lead me to the Lord? And because I'm not going to kill you. And I know when I go back, they're going to kill me, but I want to get saved. I want to believe in this Christ Jesus. I was taking care of business. They were coming on assignment to get saved, but they couldn't tell Satan that. So that was my life early on. So I said, I thank you for thinking about me. I knew they all were. I was told earthquakes were happening. The prayers I was praying, what was happening, it was disturbing the darkness. I know I have been on your heart. And you will probably continue to think about me for some time. I will also have you on my mind. And will talk with my father about you. You say I care about you deeply. And want more for you than all you have now. I was a strange evangelist. A strange preacher. I'm talking love. I carried the gift of agape love. I had to be taught by God how to speak. To those who were in great darkness. Trying to kill me. I had to learn. My father. Wants to meet you 
soon. And I would like for you to meet him. Everything was about them reconciling with the Heavenly Father. He is so cool. He's the neatest guy ever. Did you know he owns everything? Yes, everything. It is all his. He wants to give it to everyone. So he sent his son to help us receive all of my, all that my father has to offer. In the world of Satanism, the occult, witchcraft, darkness, religion, everybody's talking about a God, a father, blessings. Uh-huh. I'm talking their language. Because they had took God's language and just perverted it. He wants to meet you. Remember, they have been told he's not real. They're too evil. He's not in the darkness with them. They don't see him. Any people who believe in, they they test him like they're testing me. And if they can turn you, get something in you, see if you'll pay money. Then you don't serve this God like they do. Because they ain't going to bow to anything. But they would bow their hearts to love. Because they were seeking. He sent his son to help us receive all my father has to offer. Do you know his son, Christ Jesus of Nazareth? I am sure you've heard about him, right? I know you have not met him yet. He wants to meet you. See, God and Jesus were so real to me. They were in the realm of the spirit, and I'm doing spirit work. I'm helping people the Lord's way. I'm being a royal priest, reconnecting God and precious people in the darkness. He wants to meet you. Did you know that? Yes, he thinks you are very special. And he would like to have a very close relationship with you. He is building a new city for you to live in with him. Now I'm preaching revelations. It has streets of gold and walls of jewels. It is going to be something else. I'm offering him a future in a beautiful place. Sweetheart. I always called them sweeties, sweethearts. Very loving words. Maybe you would think about accepting his offer through me. See, this international occultic seer was offering me something that would help me and change my life. So I just turned around and said, I do the same thing. I offer people things that will change their lives. I offer you a father, his new city, his gifts, his blessings, his son. So I'm just doing the same thing. 
It was wonderful. He comes in love to give you love and to love you. He offers unconditional love to you. He loves you and cares about you so very much. He wanted me to tell you all this. So I have. Please know he is always very close to you. And to answer your calls to him. I have been sent to you in his name. In his love. To tell you all this good news. I will be talking to him about you often. You are loved. Love to you in his name. And it was written by Pastor Jan. At this time, Pastor Jan was still alive. But she was going to die. And you'll read about that in the story called It's Time. And Pastor Deborah arose. That be me. So I used to get these catalogs from so many. I have quite a few letters. And we're going to work through each one. So you can see how to talk to those. I would write these. Mail them out to the address on the catalogs. God was working and reaching. This guy had a big international business. He was in Paris, France. Yeah. And I wanted you to see that maybe if you're in the darkness yourself, like Mr. Guren, this love has come to you today. I'm sending you this video letter. Somebody wants to meet you. And he loves you so much. He's right here, right now. If you just look, you will see him. No, that's not a thing of your world. It's a thing of my world, the kingdom of heaven. It's God the Most High shining through his words right now. His son, Christ Jesus. Yes, Christ Jesus is alive. I know you didn't know that. I know you weren't told he arose and was resurrected. I know you know he died on a cross. Because you've looked at his people and they got, they don't have any power. I see it too. But there's a few of us out here. That we have not bowed our knee to the darkness. We passed our test. And he partners with us to reach you. So if you'd like to meet him right now, just say yes. And then if you'd like to be his child and in his family like I am, just say yes. It's done. And you're born again. Oh, yeah, Satan will know it. And he might kill you one way or another. But you will live with me now, Pastor Deborah, and Mr. Guron and many that were witches and warlocks and Satanists, psychics. Yeah. So if you'd like his offer to meet him, if you'd like to be reconciled back to him, live in his love and his presence and learn all about all his blessings for you, you just come on into the family. He'll take care of it all. Yes, I know it'll be rough when you go back home. But this is for eternity. 
Mm-hmm. Your life will be changed forever. You'll be filled with light, love, joy, peace, compassion, mercy. You won't be the same. Spiritually. Your soul probably will be. Your physical body, it probably looks the same. You might be in the same business, but now you might be working for him. You might be in the resistance, the underground. You're in occupied territory. You might be reaching out now through the spirit Mm -hmm. to those that you know. So you go and speak these loving words. You be about his work. About with people you know, reaching out and receiving his gift of love. Welcome. Mm -hmm. I'm still here, still reaching out. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's changed except I got more anointing now. Oh my goodness, God's reaching out through the videos. Mm -hmm. I don't have to travel. They come to me. I got evil spirits coming through dogs, trying to bite at my neck, coming through husband and animals and the weather. I'm at work. I'm doing international work. So welcome. He is here right now. And he wants to change your life for free. You don't have to pay anything. Maybe your life, but it's well worth it. So I will see you again on the next love letter into the darkness with Pastor Deborah. Bye.